And this is Randy's number one Andy, a songwriter full of comedy. Got the tablet handy. Andy Klein, Mr. On Time, slinging punchlines from the cut, walking a straight line. Then the thriller, Mr. Tim Miller, crowd killer. Say hold on, he's probably not here out trying to raise his daughter. So we'll just tune in to 3SPN, keep the sock puppet nation, let the party begin. Pop Pop, Petey Romain, top of the list, J.L. Chadwick, the black eye who tips, might be waxing philosophical or talking bullshit, might be just trying to help you get a nice pretty young bitch, you have an opinion, let's hear it, do it proper, the world may suffer, I like it, I want you, Facebook, email, tweet us, get out your closet if you're dropping our names, now let's come together, there's nothing else to say, let's start the show, Randolph, hit him with the, hey! Who are we? Who are we? What's happening? Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. Who we got sitting in today? Who's in with us? Petey Steele, feeling wow. jealous of that fucking theme song, man. There you go. I got a, I got a lot to live up to. There you I go. still ain't done it. Yeah, that was, uh, you know what? The, 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 um, the, I guess the only, what you might consider, flaw in the theme song, which mm-hmm. we discovered last week. No mention of Chris Milner. Yes. Uh, he's one of the puppets. That. Is he? Yeah. Uh, so, that. I mean, if you do one, really highlight Chris Milner. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Just make it all about him. Yeah, just, all, just about, all about Chris Milner. Make the take on like, a cockneyed accent. <laughs> yeah, just do that. Even though I don't even think he has, his is not cockneyed. No. But uh, make it three guys on plus Chris Milner. Make that our name in the song if you want. <laughs> I'm going to call him the slimy limey. <laughs> <laughs> it rhymes. Nice. You know, he'll it like rhymes. that. If you know, we talked about last week our rap names and i mentioned if you have ak in your name in your as your initials people are always going to make references to ak's 47 yeah if you listen to the theme song uh chad wrote it and he said assault rifle of comedy that's something people used to call me yeah because my oh, initials chad were AK. wrote that chad, chad wrote that, chad wrote that. Chad oh okay. wrote it. Uh, i was thinking the rapper did the rapper is dustin yeah. chalifo he rapped it and the beat was done by wayne beats w-e-i-g-h-n beats. great beats he's on soundcloud it has, has a good beat he has a lot of projects that he does he's got stuff. he's got music on soundcloud and he put in a lot of good little um whatchamacallit like drop-ins it, drop-ins oh, where drop-ins? it does it because you name michael diamond that, that yeah. old yeah. beastie boys jump yeah. from that's Shake uh, Your rump. i think that was all chad that's that's yeah, because Chad well, emailed me. Was like the pretty young bitch. That's all yeah. of our all of our stuff, all of our little catchphrases. Chad emailed me. He was like, "Can you uh, leave? Can you send me? Uh, can you send me the audio of uh, Pretty Young Bitch?" I and, watched uh, that documentary. He wanted me. He three wanted audio of me saying the last week. Yes, <laughs> I was dog I've never sitting. Seen it. I gotta watch it. American so Pimp. Great. Oh, it's the greatest it's documentary the greatest ever made. I think so. <laughs> it's one of the greatest Chad actually emailed me and said, "Can you send me a recording of yourself saying you think you're better than me?" <laughs> so I actually sat there and recorded myself doing it and sent it to him. So he had a whole plan. It was like, he was yeah. like "All right, here's what I need from you." And so I was like, "Cool, got it." And then I there's a couple clips off YouTube, like the American Pimp one. Um, I guess bitches leave. He might have already had that one. 
But bitches yeah. leave is on YouTube also. Yeah. Bitches leave. But he, that, yeah. <laughs> I fucking love bitches. Work leave. went into that thing. I love bitches leave. Bitches leave. Bitches leave. I love saying that. <laughs> I love saying that. I'll, I'll I, I've said it before. I'll just be sitting on the couch and I'll just start saying it. I've been bitches taking, leave. I've been taking up Kenny Red as my new tagline. Bitch, I know what you're gonna say. <laughs> That's you, funny. You, you ain't gonna worry I about know it. You gonna, gonna say? You gonna get it? You gonna get it? You just give me my money. Handle my business. Give me my money, and everything gonna be all right. All right. <laughs> Here go this bitch right now. Hey, hey, hey bitch. <laughs> this is how you doing, Kenny Red? Same soup reheated. <laughs> <laughs> Same soup. You re- you know what a pimp do? What a pimp do? <laughs> Same soup reheated is so ridiculous. I gotta meet that guy because he is in DC. If he's still around. Yeah. <sighs> Bitches leave. I fucking love that. <laughs> I fucking love that. <laughs> <laughs> Bitches. Leave. That's my favorite Bitches part leave. of RoboCop. <laughs> that and when the dude goes into the toxic waste and gets hit by Bitches the car. Bitches leave. Yeah. <laughs> and then the girls just get up and leave. Yep. Bitches leave. We're out. Okay. See no more. <laughs> just get up and walk out. They like they grab their purses. What, is Sorry. That, where is that in RoboCop where they got to kill Miguel Ferrer? I, yeah, I think that is. He goes to the office. He's going into someone's apartment. That's where yeah. the bitches are. Yeah, yeah the bitches he's are having there. the coke party because he just uh, got ED two oh nine. Or Malcolm. That's Malcolm's. No, no, it's not Malcolm's dad. Clarence Boddicker. That's Red from uh, uh, that seventy show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> oh, the dad on seventy show. That's Boddicker. <laughs> Boddicker, yeah. Boddicker. No, the guy he kills is Miguel Ferrer. Bitches yeah. leave. Yeah. I need to isolate these and put them on my tablet just to have them. So yeah, in so case someone them. takes it down off YouTube, and yeah. we, we don't have it anymore. You know what I did isolate, and I, and I actually, we never play it because I couldn't find it on YouTube, but I found it somewhere else, was uh, they called me Nuxu Cow, the white the warrior. warrior. I actually isolated that clip. The white warrior. I think that's on our SoundCloud. I think I put yeah, it up on so. that. I'm going to find out right now. Let's drop this interview with Rod in. Yeah, let's do right that. Now. Let's and do that. This. Okay, so everybody knows there's been unrest in Charlotte. Uh, going on, we happen to know someone who lives in Charlotte, Rod, Rod from the Black Guy Who Tips, shout Rod out. and Karen, shout out. So we reached out to Rod. And we, Black Guy Who Tips uh, podcast, if you're not familiar, yeah. get familiar. Get familiar with it, yeah. please. If I you don't, don't know, know. If you listen to us, you know. should be familiar with it already. Well, so get at fantastic. it. Uh, he called us and we talked about the goings on in Charlotte. It's about a 30 minute conversation. You're going to hear it. And here it is right now. Hey, what's happening, man? What's up, dog? How you feeling? Pretty good, man. Can't yeah. complain. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and start. On, Mike. We're gonna go ahead and start the recording right from here. Uh, so this is Rod from the Black Guy Who Tips. Shout out! Hey. Shout Thanks out! What's good, Roderick? Uh, chilling, man. Who's that, Petey? Petey, Petey no, yes, sir. Hey, Petey, Petey. When you see me, take it easy. What's up, man? There you, go. <laughs> you know, it's all good. Had I known ahead of time, we would have set this up different. But because I think today we're going to have PD freestyle. Oh shit! Uh, but we're going to have to bring you in at some point to show them how it's done. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I need to get on spit some of these bars. <laughs> bars with three Z's for Rod. <laughs> with three Z's for Rod. Y- y'all get y'all's recording in today. Yeah, we've done our feedback show, man. So rest of the afternoon is open. I just gotta go get my car out the shop, getting in alignment. That's it. Don't, don't you got a brunch you gotta go to shortly? Every time I look, I open uh, up your Facebook. There's a picture on the weekend of some some tasty bite you eating. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely, uh, we definitely have a spot for uh, Saturday brunch, man. Yeah, uh, see, sometimes 
Uh, shout out to the toast that deal work. There's some free uh, advertising for y'all. Yeah, well, <laughs> they better be happy because they ain't going to get that much. I'll tell you that shit. <laughs> <laughs> tell you that shit. Well, the reason why we got Rod on today is because Rod is in Charlotte. Uh, Rod lives there. And I wanted to hear um, the straight scoop of what is the feel in the city right now. Okay, so for those who don't know, we're recording on Saturday, so it's literally been... When did it jump off the first night, Rod? Uh, I believe it jumped off like Wednesday or Tuesday night. All right, so Uh, you figure it's been four days, okay, mm -hmm. and this will go up on Monday. So what's the feel now around the city? I mean, uh, okay, so I live on the south side, so I'm away from the protest and the... uh, you know, where they had the uh, destruction of property uh, um, the one night, I think it was uh, Tuesday night. Um, So I would say on the outskirts or more like, you know, kind of not downtown, uh, it's pretty peaceful. You know, everything's operating as normal. Uh, You know, so far the organizers and stuff haven't really, I think they're really just making it down here like the official, like, let's go block uh block a highway type organizers and stuff um but as of right now you know the uh, it, the presence of the protest or the police hasn't really been felt anywhere other than like downtown okay now does it look like it's starting to die down or does it look like it's going to say because i mean they've been doing moral monday down there for how many years now right so i can't <laughs> see if 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 they got the endurance for this i don't see it going away anytime soon yeah, that's now more Monday is in Raleigh, but yeah, okay, people yeah. travel. People travel from all over the state to go up there to get arrested uh, to make a point. Um, as far as uh, the wherewithal of the people's motivation to protest and organize, uh, I I don't know how it's going to go away because we passed a law this year um, that they do not have to release the video of police killings of people and dash cam footage and stuff, unless the family takes it to court and there's a court order to release it. Um, so right now it seems that the fight is to get them to release the video. Mm-hmm. You know, the family, the family has released the video with the wife. Um, yeah, she recorded it. And, uh, you know, which is sad. It's another black woman that becomes a documentary of the death of somebody she loves, mm-hmm. uh, at the hands of the police, you know, it seems like it's becoming sad and, and, and we're seeing it over and over again, but oh, that uh, so so that video came out, and there's been a lot of like conspiracy conspiracy theories of a weapon being planted and and things of this nature. Uh, people are like slowing the video down and all this stuff. So uh, it, at some point, tra- transparency sake, it's probably better for the police to release anything they have just just for that, you know, because he, well, it's almost like a, a lie of omission, right? It's like uh, if you don't tell people stuff, then the things they make up are worse than whatever the truth probably is. And as of right now, people think they blatantly killed that man and threw a gun down next to his body in front of his wife. And, you know, if that's the truth, then that's what everybody thinks. And if it's not the truth, then release the fucking video so we so people won't think that. I think I put on your on your Facebook, on your Facebook lab when you we talked about the video and I said, uh, and, uh, unless... If that video shows what you say it's showing and what you're saying he did, then you better release that video right now. And that mm-hmm. was the first day. Okay, so you better release that video right now. 
when it came up when they said, well, we're not going to release a video, well, that told me right there. The video doesn't back up what the police story is. It can't be because if it was, they would have released it. Right away. The fact that they're not tells me that the, whatever they said ain't in that video. It's, it's, yeah, the mayor and the chief of police both said that they saw the video along with the lawyer for the family, and they all said it's inconclusive. So, you know, w- what that says to me is that, you know, you may have shot a man inconclusively. You know yeah. what I mean? Which is, <laughs> right. you, think, you would yeah. think we could take a life, you would like for it to be, be you conclusive? know. Conclusive? Right. That's a <laughs> you good know, way to say it. Shoot me, shoot me conclusively. To be, <laughs> to be killing somebody with the same way that you hope somebody's not stayed tight, you know? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's just, I saw a video today on Facebook of a white lady at the park being interviewed by two people. It'd be like me and Andy interviewing her. And she was like, yeah, I was right there watching. Uh, the man comes to pick up his kid five days a week. Um, she said that the, they're saying that the black officer shot him, but the black officer didn't shoot him. Now, this is just this woman saying this in this video. Okay, so this is not me saying this. She was saying, you know, the, the they say the black officer shot him, but it was the white officer that shot him. The black officer was doing the CPR. You know, and I'm like, well, yeah. and they asked her, did anybody interview you? She was like, no. They were like, do you want to keep your name out of it? She was like, no, I'll say my name. So she looked right <laughs> in the camera and said her name. Well, she's white. Yeah. <laughs> Walking her dog. Second, she's the second person or rumored second person to have said that the the white officer shot him. I the the thing for me is that um on well there's two parts right one witness accounts can be sketchy like uh I know with Mike Brown's death there was multiple different conflicting witness right, accounts right right and, and they all allegedly saw the same thing but you know and some people shit one woman got caught lying she drove all the way out from somewhere just to say she was there and got caught in a lie you know yeah, but that was yeah. a problem. That was a person whose testimony they took. And then the second part of it is I don't care who shot him, um, what the race of the officer was who shot him. I, exactly. I that, don't care either. <laughs> yeah, it feels like a huge distraction. Um, I saw Don Lemon asking multiple people that question about what difference, uh, you know, what's the, you know, they're saying an African-American officer was the person who shot this black man. So, that doesn't you know, matter. it's just like, that, what, yeah, what would that matter to me? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like if uh if I think a restaurant is waitress uh, is racist, if I have a black waitress and she's racist, that's still messed up. I don't, you know what I mean? I don't walk out and go, well, Lisa was a black woman treating me like shit. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. conclusively. <laughs> yeah, inconclusively. <laughs> you know, yeah. Well, blue's the color they're protecting here. Right, right, <laughs> right. Everybody's blue. Um, what do you uh? I can't remember the goddamn question I was going to ask you just now. Shit, Andy asked himself and says, should have popped back into my head. Well, I was <laughs> going to say that, uh, I guess it's not a question, but it's kind of that weird thing where th- they want the cop to be black so they can say, this wasn't racism because the yeah. black cop is the one who killed him. And then so people are just going to not protest. Like, it was an unjust killing, yeah. but it was just unjust. It wasn't yeah. racist. So. <laughs> I mean, you got BLM guys <laughs> protesting when a white guy gets killed. So what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Right. It's about you know what's ironic about what's ironic about that is that well then this would be a case of black people protesting black on black crime and yeah. right that's that's what they say they want so <laughs> yeah. I mean wouldn't that be okay that that just proves that we're not biased that we're not racist which is it's the same common thread which is that we don't want these uh, black people losing their lives 
but of course that won't come into account. Right. The thing I was the thing I pop back into my head is so I'm seeing a lot of commentary pop up that um you know these these people who are protesting are just thugs. It's just the, I'm like really a whole community, just a whole community of thugs. No one ever bothers to ask where would why would a whole community rise up in protest? What would make somebody so mad that they were standing by a van just kicking a van? That van ain't falling over. You're not <laughs> kicking a van over. You're just kicking a van. That's just pure rage. What makes somebody that mad? Can you kind of explain to the people what is actually going on in Charlotte amongst the black community in relation to the police as well as the power structure of of Charlotte that is making black people feel this type of rage? Do you have any inkling of of Yeah, I mean, it's interesting on multiple levels, right? Because uh, someone kicking over a van or kicking, you know, breaking, destroying property and stuff. Um, it could just be the rage from their team winning a hockey game or, <laughs> or losing, yeah, their college, uh, you know, losing in the in the final four. I mean, it could be a lot of things, but uh, in this specific instance, um, the history in Charlotte is, uh, you know, we're the uh, progressive city of the South, right. you know, in a lot of people's eyes, like. They see our city like little Atlanta. Um, we have a, a lot of black people that live here, like a, a big black population to the point where we, uh, in my lifetime, I've watched black people basically overtake the power structure politically to where it's us who decides who gets to be mayor of Charlotte. Um, you, we don't have a mayor who doesn't cater to black people. Mm-hmm. That is, it's impossible. You, you know who, who used to be our mayor? Pat yeah, McCord. Pat McCord, yeah. And when he governed here, when he was our mayor here, he was a moderate at best. Like, you know, Republicans didn't like him because they were like, he's he's soft. He, you know, he's always catering and meeting with these black people and the black leadership in this town. And, you know, they, 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 I remember he used to have a radio show on our local um, 1110 WBT uh, conservative radio. Um, and I remember they used to call in and, and chastise him. They, the Republicans that listened to, you know, Rush Limbaugh and, and, and and these other, you know, conservative shows, they didn't like this moderate Republican. They wanted him to be harder on black people and less understanding. And so he once he became governor of the whole state, he was able to make that shift because as a state, we're a pretty racist state. We're a pretty re- conservative state. Um, there's still a lot of bigotry within this state. Uh, you know, a lot of rural people resent the city and the city life and the amount of black people that get to make these decisions with tax money and things of this nature. Um, so that's a big part of like, that says a lot about the history of our city. Our city is also um, the city that quote unquote made desegregation work. You know, we, we were a city that uh, busing uh, laws actually were able to clear it up and all students, white and black were doing better mm-hmm. on their grades and everything through this. And people use us as a beacon of the South as a, example of um, a city that can make it work. Uh, the problem with that is uh, white people have been fighting against that shit from the day it was passed. Um, they don't care that their kids were smarter with black kids around and vice versa. Um, and they actually got those busing laws repealed. And In we 91, went back to, right? Yeah, and we went back to neighborhood <sighs> school and also wow. within my lifetime, you In know, 91. we went back to neighborhood schools 
And uh, I remember I was in, in college when this happened. We started the magnet school program and things of this nature, but it couldn't really offset the progress that we had, had built at the time. Like, it, like just having a magnet school where you can go and specialize in, say, engineering, it couldn't offset the fact that so many kids that were used to being bused in the situations where they shared classrooms with people of different races, they're no longer doing that. And actually, education-wise, scores went down for black kids and white kids. Dropout rates went up for white, black kids and white kids. It's just that's how powerful bigotry is, is that it, the, the, the fact that it would hurt the children didn't matter to people. They just didn't want their kids going to school with black kids. Um, I know a girl uh, who I know a girl who lived in Charlotte, born and raised in Charlotte, and um, I had asked her because she's about that age. And I said, did, when you went to school, did you uh, did you know anybody black? Nope. She was like, no. I mean, there was a couple of black people at the school, but all my friends were white and Asian. She was like, I didn't yeah. I didn't know any I didn't know anybody black until she moved to D.C. Not really. And her parents, yeah. her parents are, in her words, her parents are racist. You know, mm-hmm. and she'd rather be here than there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they try to turn schools into uh, almost like how people's churches are. Mm-hmm. You yes. know, like no, huh. no one forces segregation in church, but a lot of people go to church with people from their neighborhoods and people of the same culture, and you end up with churches that look segregated even when they're not. Yeah. Um, mandated, mandated to be that way. Well, that's what they wanted the schools to turn into, and they were largely successful in that um and it's and it's hurt progress in this area that has never you know healed from that what happens is that black kids end up being criminalized once they're in these schools where it's mostly black you know the police treat them differently um the the discipline is different so now you have a higher criminal rate that shit stays with you for life you know like like it's hard to break that cycle Mm -hmm. um the the gentrification that we've had in this city uh as a as a black person that born and raised here not a transplant it has been amazing to witness you know um like we've had uh in my lifetime the places that we associate with uh the hood were like fourth ward you know uh uh you know some of the places downtown Central, central avenue shit like that well, well, now those are the, the, the happening spots for the hipsters. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like white people with money moving those. Hey, hang on for a second. The, the oh, okay. uh, little bit just came running through the Try door. Trying to raise a daughter. Screaming. Oh, no, no, no problem. Go, 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 go. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to raise a daughter. Yes. Yeah, how do the police treat... Um, we need a we need a red light by the way a recording yeah light. A recording light <laughs> a big recording light yeah so no one's allowed in I thought that was one of her little buddies how does um the police treat the the community like police treat is it as bad as Baltimore because that's fucking bad uh nah I don't think it's as bad as Baltimore but it's bad you know um we just uh, we've covered on the show before uh, but there's a just a recent uh, study found that you know black, especially specifically young black males, were targeted by the police at a much higher rate. Black mm-hmm. people are pulled over at a much higher rate. Mm-hmm. The incidents of force being used against us also mm-hmm. much higher rate. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though we're a much smaller percentage of the population, uh, um, you know, not to mention search searches a much higher rate. Even though there was less likelihood they would find something. Yeah. Uh, they pretty much search all black people's cars and stuff. So, um, 
the that u- shit basically the basically the usual basically yeah the, the usual you know <laughs> and then, the and like i said with the gentrification the what people saw that first night was all the people the city didn't care about mm-hmm. lashed out because that group of if you look at where the protest happened the first night um that shit happened on the north side and that's where they moved all the black people from the fourth ward and and before they gentrified it and put those lofts up so those people have been harboring a grudge for a long ass time and they don't even have good public transport out there so the opportunities for jobs and shit because you pretty much moved them out of the area where the transport was so you can't get a job you know what i mean you yeah, can't yeah, really yeah yeah yeah, yeah anything and then and then to top that shit off the second night it was it was it was almost funny if you if it wasn't tragic i would have been laughing they fucked up the epicenter in downtown well that's where they got moved out of so <laughs> and, and the epi- so like people couldn't even say y'all destroying your own neighborhood because they weren't you know what i mean and and the epicenter is racist like there was just a video that went viral on facebook two days before this popped off that was black, uh, you know, young, upstanding black people that had money and shit trying to go to the Epicenter restaurant and basically being told they couldn't away. come in. That was there. I saw that video. That was there. That was right there, dog. And yeah. so when they fucked it up, I, I, I had to let, let out a little bit of a chuckle because I was like, that's kind of what y'all get. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, y'all treat yeah. those same people like the scum of the earth. And then you wonder what, why this shit happened. Hold on for a second. Girl, go put some pants on. <laughs> <laughs> she just came walking in here with her underwear on. What the? That's her. That's her newest joke. <laughs> she's, she's a physical comic now. It's all visual. <laughs> We've graduated from the popsicle stick humor. Yeah, Pete and Anna just Pete and me, Pete and Anna just sitting here. She just comes strolling in the room with her t-shirt and her panties on. I swear to God. There's a. Isn't that a song? Yes. My, okay. <laughs> what are you doing? There was a Monty Python sketch where a waiter had his pants off and he walked away from the table. Yeah. And he is pant- he didn't have any pants on. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember, I remember that. See, that's very sophisticated comedy. <laughs> is that what that is? Yeah. <laughs> Go. No, that means uh, prop comedy is next. That's I right. guess. <laughs> a lot of rubber chicken. <laughs> come with a rubber chicken and a watermelon. I need a hammer. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> You walked in here like nothing, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I saw that video of the people trying, but I mean, that's that happens. People don't understand that that's business as usual. You, every black cat I know, has been to an upscale club in some in some quote unquote uh, gentrified, and by gentrified I mean white area, <laughs> and. You get there, you get in line, and all of a sudden you can't get in. And it's for any mild region, well, you need to tuck your shirt in. But you look in, and there's a dude in there with his shirt untucked. Or, well, you can't come in with tennis shoes, but you look in, and there's like five motherfuckers with tennis shoes. Well, Romaine has that story, that that club down the street from the draft house. Romaine went to it, and they were like, oh, no, your your parents aren't, aren't dressy enough. So he yeah. lived right around the corner. He went home and changed, and then he came back. They were like, oh, you still can't get in. Right. Yeah. They just want to keep us out. Yeah. You know, so they come up with these nebulous reasons as to why they why they want to keep us out, because our money don't spend like everybody else's money, you know. Right. Even during the CIAA tournament, which is, uh, you know, historically black colleges have a basketball tournament in town, and it makes a tremendous amount of money. Uh, for the city, it even makes more money than when we host the NCAA tournament, right? Um, which is, you know, which says speaks volumes. 
during that week, um, the epicenter and the restaurants downtown, they charge cover charges when they never charge cover charges any other time of year, yeah, including when the NCAA tournament is here. They right. don't call, char- charge a cover car- uh, charge. They also do things like add gratuity to bills, um, even though they never do that, and they call it like the hotel tax or whatever. But, yeah. you know, it's been discovered that it's actually just something they put on the back of yeah, it's uh, a black, black tax. It's, <laughs> it's just yeah, a, a black tax. It's just a black tax. That's all. It's, and, uh, it's, so imagine that you're you a know, black person and you live in this, and then mm-hmm. you see people getting killed. You're going to be, right. and you, now mean, you're kicking vans. That's what happens. The, the, <laughs> thing, the thing is, though, um, it's not just that. It's the, you also hear how white people are talking about it. So on the radio, you're hearing white people make jokes about, oh, these black people come here and ruin the town every year, and they don't tip and shit. And then when the CIAA goes, well, maybe we'll just move the tournament to Greensboro or something. And then it's, oh, no, 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 don't. This is the most lucrative tournament we have. We can't lose this. But it's a denial by a lot of white people on the economic power of blackness. So they resent that shit. Mm -hmm. And and it's that kind of thing that adds up and contributes to the, uh, you know, to the turbulence between the communities. I mean, they got to move it. That's the thing to do. Just move it. Don't don't. I hope they do move it, man. Move I hope it. they move it out of the state, bro. Like, and black people we, just have, black people just need to understand. Sorry, but <laughs> we have to do I this mean, for the greater out, good. Of, <laughs> you know what I mean? Move it out of the state the same way the NCAA moves shit out of the state for the the transphobic law. Like, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And just be like, listen, we're gonna do this, and um, just travel with us, black people. <laughs> just travel. <laughs> go come yep. to the whatever city. We'll put it close, but we're moving it. Let's go know. to Atlanta. Let's go to there Atlanta. There you go. You put know? it in there. Black Mecca, you can put it there. <laughs> Everything else is there. <laughs> Everything else is black in there. Put it there. Hey, they, they only got to move it once, by the way. You yeah. know what I mean? You yeah. only got to move it one time, and then the city going to be like, hey, man, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what has to happen. What do you see as far as, uh, I guess, of the future of what's going on now. Like we had said, I don't, both of us said, I don't see it this stopping anytime soon. It seems like the mayor is legitimate. It doesn't yeah, seem like the me. police, doesn't seem like the police chief is legitimate, but it does seem like the mayor is legitimate. Like she's, well, she's police, trying, even but. The po- <laughs> even the police chief uh, came out and said, oh, the video is not conclusive. And, you know, he's obviously supporting his. Uh, his mayor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, like, I'm not shocked by that at all. But um, clearly, uh, the, like, the hardline stance isn't here. The the one where, you know, the mayor comes out and condemns the protesters and then the police chief is, you know, threatening, you know, like, violence and we're going to get you off the street and shit. Like, they're trying, like, even with the curfew they they, they have, where you're supposed to be out the street by midnight, they're they're allowing people to protest as long as they're not destroying property or anything. Yeah. So so even like the city is because I don't want to paint a picture of the city that's not true. The the city is progressive for the South. You well, know there was, what a, mean? Lot, was a lot of white folks at that at in the uh, march. Yeah. I saw them. Yeah. <laughs> a like, lot. I think but young. The thing the thing that's driven me the most just it's made me so aggravated is watching the national coverage of the city while knowing what it's like here on the ground 364 days, you know, like it's, it's just really frustrating to see them kind of just do their thing 
when you know Don Lemon is asking these antagonizing questions and well, if if, if, if the police chief is African American and uh, Officer Shotham is African American, I mean, what, what are they gonna be mad about? You know, yeah. and shit like that where you're just like, oh, you, this is just you playing the tune. Like you don't even fucking need to you you know you don't really need a video you don't really need any evidence you're not here to gather facts you're just here to like get commercial ratings and say whatever's inflammatory between commercials for the, someone to watch the next commercial yeah msnbc has um, got that dude tremaine lee down there i like that cat he, he's oh um, yeah yeah he's on the ground well, everybody msnbc uh for from what i've seen has done the best coverage yeah um which is a shame because that's you know that's, yeah <laughs> One of the reasons they laughed in ratings, and it's also um, <laughs> says a lot about if it wasn't for the fact that they got called to the carpet about the changes they tried to make to push towards the right to capitalize off of Trump's, uh, you know, viewership. Uh, if it wasn't for that, I don't think they'd be doing good coverage. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. it's just it just so happens that the prime shows for them were liberal shows like Mad Al and uh that Chris what's his name? Hey, like, yeah. Yeah, Chris yeah, hey. yeah, like they can't they can't help it because those guys are bigger than the network. But if that shit would have happened at like noon, you know what I mean? They would have yeah. just been like yeah, it would have been, been there. Do whatever their normal coverage until you get to until you get to the new Queen Joy Reed. Other than that, exactly. <laughs> you know, exactly. Well, so, yeah. you just you stay. Keep your head down. If you feel like you got to go down and march, go march, but stay safe. You yeah, know? man, I've been trying to stay safe. Um, I like I, I, I've said for years, man. I'm not an activist. I don't even think that's my role or anything. Yeah. Uh, you know, I try to give somebody, give people something to laugh about and 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 whatnot. But uh, you know, I, I, I when I turned 38 Friday, and, happy birthday! Mm-hmm. Yes, I'll tell you that Thank to your you. face. Yeah. And I remember thinking like two things. One, when we end our conversations with stay safe, it's really more like uh, a, a hope. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. It really don't have anything yeah. to do with me. It don't have anything to do with my actions. It, it's really like saying good luck. Like I hope you get lucky yeah. and you don't get pulled over and you don't get yeah. stopped and they think your cell phone's a gun or whatever the fuck. It, it, excuse, you know, I hope your car doesn't break down. I'm getting my shit alignment right now. Because yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. could be a reason you get killed these days, right? Man. So right. The, the second thing I was thinking was, because um, I was like, man, I should go down there and do something or whatever. And I know the uh, protesters; they had one dude get shot down there and shit. And I, it was just like a morbid thought, but I was like, it, it'll be, it will be crazy to for my 38th birthday to be the day some shit happens. Yeah, yeah. be the day, yeah. the day you get shot. <laughs> the day you yeah, like, it's like I like I wouldn't be at, like I would be uh, dying in the street and also kind of like ain't this about ain't, ain't this about right? You know I, mean? so I, I was like I'm gonna stay my ass at home and try to enjoy my birthday and spend time with, with people that love me and shit. Yeah, do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, like you know, it's on my mind. I'm, anniversary is tonight. We're going into DC for for dinner and and do a little carousing. Me and my wife and you know that shit's not never far away. It never really is when you're when you're in yeah. areas like that. It's never that far away. <laughs> it can be any day, man. Anything, you know? anything, any day. That's why I, the the two greetings for me now is uh, uh, you good. That's the opening greeting. 
Yeah. You good? And stay safe. Hey, man, how you doing? You good? That's the opening greeting? And stay safe is the closing <laughs> yeah. greeting. And they used to just be just some fun shit to say. Not anymore. <laughs> right. You should just be what's up. And now yeah. it's like, hey, how you doing? You, good? you good? You good? <laughs> you good? No, really. Are you good? Are you good? Right. Look and, at me in the eye. And you <laughs> asking for real. So no matter like what the person says, you ready to handle it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like you need a you need a fist bump or you need like a hug pound. Uh, yeah. What do you need? <laughs> you let me know what you need. <laughs> you know what's funny? How about a reach um, around? <laughs> <laughs> See, Pete always takes it to the next place. See, what's funny is uh, we were playing ball. Uh, you know, I play ball like uh, Tuesday, Thursday, or whatever at lunch with these cats, and uh, it was four black dudes and one white dude. This young dude named Noah, uh, pretty cool kid. I've been playing ball since with him since he was like a kid, and uh, <laughs> we were talking, and uh, I was making jokes like, uh, you know, they was about to leave. I said, "Hey, hey, hey fellas." We're going to see y'all down there tonight. Y'all trying to get a TV? I'm like, I got my eye on this 4K joint. They was like, nah, nah, I'm not going down there. It's too dangerous. It was like, nah, man, we're going to be there. It's going to be straight. And, you know, making jokes. We we do that all the time. And uh, it got kind of quiet for a second. And uh, Noah goes, uh, yeah, man, you know, it's, it's my people that's the problem. And I was like, what? He was like, yeah, man, white people, man, we we the problem. And, uh, <laughs> and, and y'all, y'all do got a pretty bad track record, man. Yeah, right. yeah, man. <laughs> well, it, it is kind of on y'all. That's, yeah, well, I wonder, I wonder if that's the influence of Rod and Karen. Reach one, teach one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we just we just kind of laughed at it, man, because like you you know you don't want to let them take your your laughter and your joy and shit with, with all this, man. So hopefully. That's what we're able to provide with the show and all that stuff. A lot of people say we're arrested for that. That's that's, that's good. Well, well just a that is to, activism in a sense. Yeah, it's a place to go and hear it. You know? You know. God knows I need it. Well, thanks, man, for checking in with us. And uh, Hey, no doubt, man. I appreciate the, the, the view from the ground. <laughs> the group. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. Like, hey, hey, I'll tell you this. It looks worse on TV than it is here. It usually but does. But I've, I've never... Uh, I didn't really connect that until it happened here. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yes. It took it happened here for me to realize how much the media sensationalizes the destruction and while ignoring like all the peaceful shit. Like there were two did, did y'all know it was two peaceful protests the same night as the the riot thing the first night? No. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it was two two separate peaceful protests but nobody brought it up. Uh, yeah. You know, it's, No, it was all about the riot. No cameras. No cameras, no. They didn't talk to those people. Yeah. No, it, it, so it's. I'm telling you, it was just an image of that girl kicking the white van. I saw that. I saw that right. image a lot. <laughs> you see that narrative take hold, man. It's just really difficult to 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 have faith in humanity, man. Because you and know, they got they, a lot of people the, around the country saying, "Why don't they just peacefully protest?" Right. And, and well, the news, is, the news is playing with people's lives, man, because. I think it's that kind of shit that gets the National Guard brought in. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. think the National Guard should be here. I don't think we even need a curfew. You could probably take a handful of police officers, put them in downtown around whatever the fuck, you know, the epicenter or whatever, and you'd be all right. But yeah. it's, you know, but once it goes on TV and it looks like it's fucking uh, The Walking Dead, yeah. People start yeah. sending in the tanks, man. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, and, and I feel like this must have happened in all these other cities, man. It must have. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, I can tell you for a fact in Baltimore, it went down. Oh, yeah. But I was there. They're, they're, the way they treat their black people is... Uh, tor- well, that's like a whole city. Horrific like, squared, oh, when you say it like that. That's the other thing, too. I did want to clarify this. That's the other thing. This is a small section of the city yeah. that has been wrong, and yeah. they're speaking out. Uh, this isn't like Ferguson, where it was a whole city. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. it's, the numbers are different when it's... Uh, like if Baltimore has been treated like shit as a city, yeah, then don't see a city full of motherfuckers mad. You, here you're seeing like probably I don't know a couple neighborhoods of people that are really fucking mad. Yeah, pockets. Yeah, pockets. All right, man. Look, stay safe. I will. <laughs> Just stay I'll safe. Try. Stay safe. <laughs> Make sure your all your brake hey, lights work. Thanks for having, bro. What? I'm, I'm paying my wife's. Uh, I'm paying my wife's uh, inspection stuff right now today. Like, I'm paying for the tags, dog. I'm early, dog. Early. I'm gonna have my tags like a month before they come out, dude. It's All the like, lights are safe. Making sure everything is working. <laughs> everything. Every time you start your car. Yeah, walk them, do do a walk around the car. <laughs> you gotta take the, you gotta do you gotta do the safety inspection every time you turn every the car. Time. <laughs> every time, every time, you'll be a licensed you'll be a licensed inspector when it's all said and done. <laughs> <laughs> all right, baby, tap your brake, tap your brake. All right, put it in reverse. Reverse. All right, put the handbrake on. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're free to go to Seven <laughs> <laughs> Eleven. All right, baby, you take care out all there, right, mother. Man. All, All right, right. Thank you for coming Peace. on, man. We appreciate right. you. Peace. And that was it. Uh, yeah. I found it very informative. Well, it's good to hear from someone who's there. Who's there because, on the ground. Yeah. you know, he was right. They hype up all that stuff. Right. They show, you know, you can frame a shot where there's like 15 people on the it's, street. It's a girl kicking a white man. And make it look like there's 500 people on the street, mm-hmm. you know, if you frame it right. So it's like, yeah, it's, 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 it's not necessarily it's the way they're portraying it. Yeah. Yeah, but, but there is a problem. Ain't. But obviously. that anger comes from somewhere. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I can't stand when people say, "Oh, it's just thugs." Yeah, <laughs> really. They're just opportunists. Just they want all to steal of them. TV. <laughs> the whole community. The community of thugs. Well, all the point of them. I wanted That's to what you're make saying is all of them are thugs. I mean, I know Rod had a lot to say, so I didn't want to interject too much. But I remember, you know, reading a lot of articles recently in like you know mainstream what <laughs> real estate. I'll do it for you. Fi- white, white. <laughs> real estate actually, columns that Charlotte's like one of the top places to go live. Only, yeah. So calm. You can't tell me, <laughs> you, warrior. <laughs> you can't tell me that like, oh, it's just all thugs running around Charlotte. It's like a yeah. fancy place. Yeah, right. it's supposed to be like he was saying. It's supposed to be the place where they show that you know uh, segregation worked, and it's supposed to be the beacon yeah. of that. Why are you guys complaining? But it's always the same thing. If you scratch it, when when these things start, if you scratch at the surface a little bit, right underneath it, you'll yeah. find where it's you'll at. See it. it usually ends up with black people being mistreated by mm-hmm. the system, and people saying that it's the black people's fault for being mistreated. Your own faults, because you can do this in the meantime. How dare like you? Rod was saying, you move them away, but you don't give them any transportation. There's no yeah. public transportation. There's no public transportation in the South. Try taking a bus in Texas and see what you get. No, it's like Toby Town up or there call in a Potomac. Cab. <laughs> see what happens. Do you ever read an article about Toby Town? No, Toby Town is a historically black community that's way the fuck out down River Road mm-hmm. in Montgomery County. And it's way out and it's amongst this whole thriving I mean, it's Potomac, you know, like yeah, one of yeah, the yeah. richest neighborhoods on earth. And 
This is this one little black enclave where they don't have any kind of buses that run or any kind of shit like that. And they got them all out there doing nothing all fucking day, you know. And then they blame them when some shit right. pops off. Right. right. But you, you, move them, you move them out there them. so you can just forget about them. Yeah. Just go yeah. over there and forget about them because we don't want you to yeah. be part of our community. And then like Rod's saying, you come to the community and you go to places and you don't get the same services everybody else gets because they don't want you there. And they make it apparent that they don't want you there. That's right. But then we have to play this game. Mm-hmm. I was just talking to somebody about this. So we're going to – we have to play the game. Mm-hmm. I know you don't want me here. You know you don't want me here. Legally, you can't say that. Right. So we're going to play this game now. We know we're playing a game, but we're all going to be a part of the game. I'm so tired of being a part of these stupid games. It's dishonest conversations. When are we going to do? When are we just going to start rejecting these games? I saw Steve Harvey the other day. Is that pretty good? Yeah, his okay. blueberry or blackberry seltzer is very good. Spindrift seltzer. seltzer. My wife brings these things home. I don't know. Blackberry it was just seltzer. in the back of the refrigerator. Where did you get this, Amy? Yeah, I, was, <laughs> I don't know probably that they world, sell this at Safeway. Probably World Market. No, uh, yeah, it's probably like the Fresh Market or something yeah. or World Market. So Steve Harvey did a thing the other day about what he tells his sons how to survive. Yeah. With the police. Hands on the steering wheel, turn two, blah, 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 blah. And then the last thing he says is submit to the officer, which is what they want. Now, listen, my parents gave me that same talk, okay? It, they did. I'm sure yours didn't, and I'm sure yours didn't. I'm my parents didn't talk me. to me much. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get a lot of talks. But we I had didn't get the, the sex talk. I didn't get a lot of talks. We had those talks uh, from a very early age. And... Um, it's a needed talk because you can die. Mm-hmm. My mother still now, if I'm talking to her on the phone, the last thing she always says is, the last couple of times we've talked on the phone has been, listen, if you get pulled over by the police, don't say anything. We know, know. how you can be. Exactly. We've seen you on She says, I know what you don't <laughs> say anything. Just keep, my mother's been dealing with this. My mom is 70, 76. Mm-hmm. She just turned 76. She's been dealing with this since... 44, maybe 50 years now? She's yeah. been having to have the same thing. The same nagging fear has been in her head for the last 50 years. She's got a husband and three sons. So she's had this thought that she's had to care. That's not fair. No, it's not. It's not, it's not no, it's fair. Not. When my parents talked about the cops, it was just like, oh, if you're ever in trouble, go right to them. That's it. Yeah. Go I, see I mind, a cop. They'll help, they'll help you. Yeah. <laughs> not mine. You know, my dad was like, there was a lot of things. You play softball. I got a bat in, in my car. Mm-hmm. Take it out immediately. We don't carry it around with you. Yeah. Don't carry that bat around with you. They look in your car. They see that bat. Okay. Now weapon. you're carrying a weapon. Yep. Yeah. Don't carry that bat around with you. There's all these things that you have to. And my father was in law enforcement. Mm-hmm. And he had no respect for them. Yeah. <laughs> so he knew what they look for. So what's that tell you? Yeah. <laughs> you know, exactly. He, he, he knows no, what a bat means. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. He knows what they'll say. Yeah. So, I mean, he he knows. They used to call him Crazy Randolph. Yeah. Now they call me Batman. <laughs> <laughs> you, know? you know, and it's just not. My point would be is at what point are we as black people going to stop when do we get to not have to tell children these things? When do we have to not? At what point does that happen? At what point does a guy like Steve Harvey say, you know what? Don't do any of that. Be a normal human being. Well, a lot of it has mm-hmm. to do with when are people going to understand that their experience is not everyone's experience. Yes. Because people, well, I didn't have those issues. Like, let's say me in my small town, um, I never had any issues with cops. And I don't recall major issues with cops. Now, there were probably some people in the next neighborhood over, which was the black neighborhood, essentially, for mm-hmm. that town. 
uh, also a low-income neighborhood, they probably got stories. And I grew up with some of those guys. I never really heard that much. I heard some, but mm-hmm. nothing to the you mm-hmm. know to the level that you hear small town in like know. Baltimore or whatever. Certainly not to that level. I mean, the cops would hand out football cards. You know, they had like these special police department Redskins cards, and they would pull up, and all the kids would go running over, and you know, it was like an outreach thing. Yeah. Now that's me. That's my experience in my suburban town where mm-hmm. all my memories from childhood are of sunny days you know yeah. like i don't even remember bad things i can't apply that to every place but a lot of people do they're like well when i grew up all you, you just said yes sir to the officer and they were really nice and they helped you out and on and on and on that's just bill not nunn the, died bill oh nunn wow died. r.i.p holy spike shit spike lee just put it up 33 minutes ago on Instagram. Hmm. He did? yeah do you know bill nunn the actor Radio Raheem. Radio Raheem. Well, how did that happen? Doesn't He's not say that old. Spike Lee, my dear friend, my dear Morehouse brother, the great actor Bill Nunn, as most of you know him as Radio Raheem, passed away this morning in his hometown of Pittsburgh. Hmm. Long live Bill Nunn. Radio Raheem is now resting in peace. Radio Raheem will always be fighting the powers that wow. be. May God watch over Bill Nunn. He was a great actor. See, yeah, and this was. is, I have a bit about this, but the Wikipedia page has already changed. They already got to it? Yeah, the only I have, reason I believe this is because of Spike Lee, is Spike Lee Instagram. If not, I'd be uh, like, "Oh, sixty-two fucking. years old." Wow. Yeah. Yeah, too young. Yeah, well, it's like September the it's 24th. like the little girl who, uh, damn, Rachel Raheem is gone. Oh, they all gone, man. Good, very great actor. Oh, fantastic! The Last Seduction. Yeah, he's good in that. Regarding he's Henry. Regarding Henry, he was good in that. He was a magical Negro in that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was a magical. Paint Negro that in Ritz cracker paint. Yeah. Had just came through to tell him the story, the 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 heartfelt story yeah. that helped him get back on track. <laughs> oh, totally. <laughs> <laughs> Ask me if I regret it. You regret? No. <laughs> Look at you. It's because of me. You're walking. You're talking. It's because of me. Because of my black magic. That's what was the... Yeah, <laughs> if yeah. you listen close, you can hear that line. Because of my black magic. Yeah. <laughs> you can hear that line. Um, what the fuck was we were talking oh, about? Oh, yeah. People trying to, uh, oh, it's to like ascribe the, their own experience. The girl in Hagerstown. Yeah. So she's 15. For those who don't know, I'm sure by now you've heard the story. I've seen the girl getting pepper sprayed in the car. She's 15. Either she was on a bike, right? hit by a car on a bicycle or she drove her bike into the car. Texting. Yeah. <laughs> probably texting. Texting, probably stupid. <laughs> so she hits the ground and she, I'm sure she was concussed. In my mind, she, I'm like, she's probably had a concussion. Right. But she didn't sound like she was acting in her right mind. And then the cops get there and then it's, it's they throw her in the car, so everybody's like, "Well, the video shows that she clearly was being, she was not being compliant." They're trying to corral her. Yeah, they're like, "She's her. not being compliant." To which I said, "I said, unless the police are arresting you, you literally do not have to talk to them. That's the law. That's you right. Don't have to. You don't. If you choose not to, you don't have to talk to police. And you shouldn't unless in a situation you're being like arrested. That. That's right. You don't have. You do not have to talk to them. You, you should leave in a tort. You need to shut Bitches the fuck leave. up. I mean, look That's at your car law. insurance <laughs> card. You get in an accident. They do not admit fault. fault. They tell you to don't anybody. Talk. 
Yeah, don't talk. <laughs> don't mere talk. Don't say anything. If you want us, the people you kick up to every month, to take care of your <laughs> fucking problems, you better just keep your traps shut. Yeah. Right. The two greatest lessons in life. Don't be a rat. Always keep your mouth oh, shut. shut. Right. <laughs> so that's why they didn't arrest her. You Geico know? Merta. It was the same thing where that kid was sitting on the car and the cops were like, we have a warrant for your arrest. And he says, she was, well, show it to me. And everybody was like, well, you should have just got out the car. My thing is, well, why? No. And when, it, when you, police tell you they have a warrant. You can ask to see it. Show it to me. They Legally, they have to show it to you. They yeah. have to show it to you. So what you're telling me is the laws of this country don't apply to black people. They just don't. So what happened with her? She they pulled threw away in the car. Them. Yeah, she started trying to fight him off. She wanted to leave. Yeah, but then they got her. She was in the car. Got her through in the car, and then he reaches in the car and he pepper sprays her. She, he's already got her in the car. Yeah, she's in the car. Why are you pepper spraying her? Now you got to clean up your car. Well, you're pepper spraying her. Basically, like remember the people they tase that guy like two hundred times, like twenty times. Yeah, yeah. You're using the you're using the weapon. As basically a cattle prod. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you're doing. Yeah. You're like, well, here, here's some pepper spray in your eyes. Calm down. This will calm you, right? No. <laughs> I've seen a motherfucker it's, get pepper sprayed. That you. shit does not calm you right? down. Well, you know, it, it's it's kind of like when you watch Act boxing. right, I'm going to spray more on you. <clears throat> you know, someone screaming all the way. hits after the, the bell. It's like, yeah. no, it's over. You don't have to hit now. You can't. Right. You're not supposed to hit That's now. That's why you get... a foul called on you if you do right. that. Right, it's you over. You've got her. She's in yeah, the car. Yeah, she's in the car. She's Why got handcuffs on her probably? Yeah. Right, so. And then everybody's defending it. Well, she should have just, com- I kept saying that she should just comply. I'm like, she doesn't have to. She was in the car. Now, I got an eight-year-old daughter who's going to be 15. Right. <laughs> you know, who's going to be 15 and may end up in a situation like that. And it's distinctly possible <laughs> that she can end up in a, it's not like it's not possible that that could happen to her. Right. You know what I mean? So now I got to think about that. Well, even what's the just? Did they even give a justification for that? Well, she was out of control. She had to, we had to control. We had to take her to the hospital because what if she has a seizure? That's what the cop said. Oh. Well, then, then why didn't you take her to the hospital? Why'd you take her to the police station? Right. <laughs> if you were so worried about her health, what'd you take her to the police station for? And you got her in the car already. You take her right to the hospital. <laughs> if you're really worried about her health, you take her right to the hospital. Right. Why didn't you call her parents well, immediately? Yeah. You know why didn't you call me immediately? That'd be the first thing I'd ask. Why didn't you call me immediately? Immediately. Well, she was interfering with an investigation. Uh, yeah, and then they, and then the there's always protection. The lies begin. Yeah, you know, the the lies and intrusions, and and you're not believed. You're a person of color. You ain't believed. Nope. Nope. Even when there's video. Yeah. <laughs> Even when there's video. Irrefutable. I guess it's not irrefutable to some people. Well, well, look, he, I mean, look, yeah, we shot him, but he was reaching into the van. He yeah. reaching into his truck. Really, with the window was up. You know how I know the window was up? There's blood on it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, is he a it wizard? It seemed like he was reaching <laughs> in. Is he a wizard? It, it, it appeared as though he was reaching Reaching his in. hand through the glass? Yeah. <laughs> He's a wizard. He wants to get more PCP. <laughs> PCP. <laughs> and I look, saw you talking about it, Petey. You, you've seen people. Tell yeah, him, Petey. You, I have seen, seen many people in PCP. the work I do uh, in hospitals PCP. as a mental health professional on PCP. It takes about eight cops to hold somebody down on that. Yeah. Nobody on PCP has ever been that cooperative in yeah. the history of PCP. Maybe, maybe it was Rambling. cut with something. Yeah. No, yeah. the only people... <laughs> <laughs> they trust around PCP are dead ones. It's embalming fluid. That's what right. the fuck it is. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Why do you think that a guy like that? And I'm tired of all these cops saying that, you know, oh, the tape's inconclusive. You there's like five maneuvers that go down in any one of those shootings. It could be released within two hours. Well, but then, then you, you wait two days and say, Oh, now we found PCP. 
Oh, really? Well, I don't, first of all, I don't believe you. Look, yeah. Well, here's the thing, <laughs> though. You have the lies. cop next to her that tased her. Almost simultaneously. Uh, tased the dude. Almost simultaneously. So clearly there was another option <laughs> because he deployed his taser, and she was like, I'm deploying bullets. You know, so <laughs> someone did something the wrong way. Are you saying the guy who tased, tased the guy? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'll tell you about a guy on PCP about... 15 years ago, this was out in PG County somewhere about, there was this dude, I mean, he was huge. He was a grave digger at one point, just the strength of a cart horse. But he liked to go and smoke PCP in the middle of the night, call his mother and ask him at 2 in the morning, read the Bible to me, Mommy, you know, I'm on PCP again, this and that. (laughs) And this crazy motherfucker went one day and pulled this guy who had a fender bender you yeah. know, with him and out of his car and beat this man to death right on yeah. the hood of his car, strangled him and all that shit, and then went away forever. Yeah. Um, but that is the kind of stuff you will do on PCP, superhuman strength. That other rapper, uh, Lurch or whatever, who ate that person, he yeah, was yeah. on PCP. Mm-hmm. Well, they, they said- the, You don't walk, you don't cooperate. They said yeah. the cop, she you had, don't walk, you she don't had walk drug slow. recognition no. training- and she, based on her training, thought he was on PCP. Now, here's the thing. There may have been PCP in the car that he wasn't on yet. Maybe he was going to take it later. Um, maybe he had it in his system. None of that really matters. Yeah. Because he wasn't <laughs> doing anything aggressive or threatening. It so stays in your I, you system know, for four or five days. They give people tons of vitamin C to get it out. But the yeah. symptoms are gone usually within a day. Yeah. And they may find that there's some in his system when they do the toxicology and all that. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter. It, yeah. Well, what the well, it matters if you're trying to look for a reason. Reason. Well, yeah. To, yeah. That's just not a good reason to ease up no. on her. Uh, if he had PCP in the car and he wasn't on it, then it's completely irrelevant. Yeah. You know, we can charge him now with possession. He's dead. So. Yeah. And you didn't you didn't know that when you shot him anyway. No. Yeah. Know? So anything that's found after you shot him is completely irrelevant because he didn't know about it. Right. Nope. So his behavior wasn't. Threat. And I didn't see him reach into the fucking car at all during that video. He had his hands he up. Ne- yeah, he just he went put near the right there. Yeah. Like, here's the thing: if you, even if you were reaching, I think as an officer, it's pretty clear that you only have a right to pull the gun out of the holster and shoot somebody if you see a gun. That's if you why don't they're see her. one. You're done because she didn't follow procedures. Yeah. That's why they're charging her. Mm-hmm. You know, she was scared. Yeah. And, you know, she wasn't the fearless hero that we think cops are supposed to be. So, And why would he, okay, say he was or wasn't on PC, well, maybe if he was, but if he wasn't, which I'm pretty certain he was not, um, on PCP, reach that, why would he be so stupid as to reach all the way in the car for a firearm? I could see right. if, like, it had broken down <laughs> and he set it up and reached into, like, the wheel well and had the piece stashed on top of the tire like some drug dealers do or whatever <laughs> yeah. for, for defending their block against rival dealers. But, well, like, I, I think that he didn't seem to be in a, a normal state of mind. The, you mm-hmm. can hear the 911 calls. He was acting kind of strange. He got out of his car. It was running. It wasn't Dead. It didn't break down like though. Like battery died. Yeah. It was running. He was. He said to someone that it's going to blow up or something. And so isn't your job to de-escalate this guy down? Well, what I'm saying is he may have been on something. Yeah. I mean, he might have been. You but know, if if that's the case, and your job is well, to if, de-escalate. If, if your down. job, here's the thing. She did drug recognition training, right? Yeah. Apparently is, not well. <laughs> isn't the, yeah. Wouldn't the next class be now ha- how to handle that? <laughs> or did they just say, here's how you know, see you later. Yeah, bye. You know, so yeah. you would think she would have gotten some indication of what what it means to be on. Yeah. Now, we know what it means to be on PCP. You can kill, you can, 
you know, yeah. fight off eight cops. But maybe that's what was making her fearful. But there clearly had, I would have think, had to have been some kind of next class or the next day in class. Like, all right, now here's how you deal with that because they might not understand your commands. But maybe there wasn't. Maybe it was just, uh, hey, this, this is what it looks like. This is what it looks like. Uh, Do whatever. You know, go with God. Yeah, yeah, you're good. You're good. Sign this. We're good. You completed your training. And frankly, all you got to do is shoot them and just say that's what it was. Right. And you've got your certificate now. So There's a lot uh, of stuff on mm-hmm. that video that you, you, you can't see that was uh, not on the not <laughs> yeah, visible. That's the what they say. I'm like, well, well you gunned the guy down. Her dash cam wasn't on. You gunned the guy down. And like Ray Sani was saying, she was seeing a lot of feminists on her thing oh, yeah, I saw saying, that. Uh, well, they're just sacrificing her. To the male patriarchy. I don't give a good goddamn what the right. sacrifice learned to. She fucking did it. It was interesting that, like, there are. make you equal to be able to shoot <laughs> right. black men. That's, that's equality. You know? Is that what equality looks like? Yeah. But there, it, was, it was an interesting thing. Like, the guy in Charlotte, they're like, uh, black cop shot him. His, his face is on TV immediately. Yep. A woman cop shot a guy, face on TV immediately. Asian cop in New York. They didn't. They turned their backs on that dude. It is does seem kind of interesting sometimes when yeah. when it's a white cop. They're like, we're not even going to release his name for yeah. a while. We're yeah. not going to tell you. I mean, obviously the the Mike Brown thing. They were like, you know, they were refusing to release information, yeah. release yeah. his name. They were like, we don't want a problem here. Um, a couple things have happened locally in Fairfax County. The guy who shot and killed a guy in his doorway for no reason. That they've been fighting for years. They wouldn't release that cop's name. Yeah. You know, so there. I mean, it's it's not necessarily empirical evidence but it, it's like it's in the same week a black cop and a white woman shoot someone and they're like their face is on TV yeah, yeah. everywhere she's yeah. getting her honk at wake up call maybe. <laughs> but that everywhere. being said her husband I guess is a cop and was up he in that helicopter, in helicopter. Too. looks like a bad dude you, he's not the one who said that? that he isn't the one who said that who said the pilot yeah, the, her uh, husband's not else. the one who said the bad dude, but he was in the helicopter. I think there were actually yeah. two helicopters. But you'd think, okay, her husband presumably is a white male, I would think. Yeah. Uh, they would try to rush to his defense by, like, protecting his wife, too. Right. Yeah, um, that being said, they did not. So, right. who knows? Maybe he was tired of her, too. <laughs> 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 Guys, I found a way out. <laughs> Go ahead and charge her. <laughs> Get her. I'm finally free. <laughs> then maybe the patriarchy is guilty. Who knows? Yeah. But fuck it. She did it. <laughs> of course. It's it's still... The, the the thing that people want is for the white cops to be paraded on TV also. Yeah. So they don't want the opposite. of like, why are you exposing the woman? <laughs> no, we want all exposed. This is just happens to be the case. It happens to be the woman. Well, she did it. So yeah. let's get her out here. I mean, do we know who <laughs> shot Laquan McDonald for uh, two years? No. Yeah. No. No. I don't think they released his name or the no. video. What what's disturbing to me is is while the shooting is bad enough is the callous inhumanity towards black people, just the little girl. So you so you you shoot pepper spray into a little girl's face who's already in your car, right? <laughs> so you shoot pepper spray. There's literally nothing she can do but make noise while she's in. Well, she car. can urinate in the car. Oh no! Yeah, and make noise she will. I don't know if y'all have seen someone get pepper sprayed before. I've yeah. seen a grown man get it. You know, eight cops did it one time, and straight up and down, like you know, had to be rushed to the shower and just fucking wash his face out all day yeah. and stuff. Oh, it takes hours to get that shit out of your yeah. eyes. That's the, painful. The other cops get get some collateral pepper spray. It's a whole right. thing. Like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. But 
what used to be legal to carry as a citizen, like everywhere. I yeah. was 15. I had some on me. We carry around. Right around. Yeah, you yeah. Can, I think yeah, you can buy it. At, you like, can buy it. You know, you can buy it a lot of places. You can buy it online. Oh yeah. When I was a teen, we would always have like conventional stupid weapons or whatever because we were into goon shit, me and some of my guys. So we would go to (laughs) Chinatown and buy like, well, pepper spray we got at the mall. That was easy. But then even going to Chinatown, we bought like throwing stars, brass knuckles. (laughs) Fucking we we hooked class one day and went and bought a sword. You know, all shit we were never going to fucking use. And some noodle dish with whatever we had left over. That's right. right. (laughs) Get me a throwing star and a number four. Four. Yeah, and some of this ginseng here. <laughs> what a bargain. <laughs> oh, by the way, as you guys know, uh... they call me Noxo the White Warrior. <laughs> we just got to, we had to read a text real quick. We got a text. Yeah, about the show. Uh oh. No, no. We just, you know, people text us like, hey, can I get time tonight? Yeah. So, which is the right Oh, oh, which that's is the right show. way to yeah, do yeah. it, okay. by the way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's fine. If, if you have. If we know you, us. We yeah. Like you. If you have access to us, if you know you, you'll we know because like we'll answer you back. Yeah, <laughs> that's how you know. That's how you know. <laughs> so, Petey, yeah, uh, I don't so like the I don't like the callous inhumanity. It's just the uh, started for me with uh, all of them. Anybody who's shot, they just lay on the street. The guy who was with the care the, the caretaker for the autistic kid, you shoot him and you just leave him laying. Well, we're trying to protect him. You lay in there bleeding. Yeah. Uh, Tamir Rice, twelve year old boy who looked like a man apparently I don't know you shoot him he just lays on the cold ground bleeding out his sister rushes to him you arrest her and throw him in the back of the car and you don't let other the, people render the aid mother, yeah you don't let anybody else render aid so you just let him bleed out this guy went to um, went to reach I'm doing air quotes into his truck you shoot him because he's on PCP you leave him laying on the ground he bleeds out dead men don't tell tell he bleeds out uh, the man in Charlotte uh, apparently they did try to actually do CPR. Yeah. After he he was already gone. Yeah. <laughs> you know the inhumanity. You you tase a little. You you tase. You well. There's the one where they tase the guy like like twenty times. He dies. They take him to the they take him to the emergency room. Finally, he he's already dead. Well, you tase him twenty times. Right. Mm-hmm. That's fifty thousand volts each time. So yeah. he got hit with with what? What's twenty times fifty thousand? A million. Yeah. Well, they brought him. <laughs> he got hit to, with a million uh, volts. They yep. brought him to the hospital, and he was being belligerent, getting out of the car. So they tased him a bunch, and then took him to the police station, and then yeah. they brought him back to the hospital after. They're, oh, he's, he's not dead. alive. The inhumanity yeah. directed towards me. Yeah. You can say it like that. The inhumanity that comes towards me is just, it beats you down. Yeah. It just beats you down. Because you see it, I was reading an article about PTSD that as, as a black person, when you see this happening, continuously, continuously, you begin to exhibit the same characteristics as PTSD. Yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, I didn't. I need to read an article to see that. Now, what you can do is, and I see, I see black people do this, is you can just disconnect yourself from it. I'll just watch cartoons. Yeah. I'll just read comic books. Yeah. Or I just won't think about it. Or Dissociate. I can't live my life like that, mm-hmm. and I don't know if I respect people who do. I understand it's a self-defense mechanism. It's a and, fatigue right. thing. And you have to do it. Was it? Their, their minds get fatigued. Yeah, I don't know if you I gotta can. got to check out. I don't know if I can respect people who do that because the, the world's not going away. No, it's not. And to just pull away and, and you're the not end, doing any good for the whole community. We're all here. You know, so you've decided I'm going to protect me and fuck everybody else. And in the end, it is like depression in the sense that you have to take those steps to rewire your brain to do different things to empower yourself and make yourself an entity again and an agent. 
and I do feel sympathy for people with PTSD and depression. And I think I, I mean, I know I have some depression. I don't know if I have PTSD. Some days I've thought maybe I do. And we get vicarious trauma doing the kind of work, social work we do, and just hearing all these stories till they end up becoming like a white noise. But you still need to go forward and participate and be an agent. But there are hours of the day where sometimes I've had enough. I like, this week, social media, my God, I like did my part for a few days and then yeah. I felt like I got to disconnect from this or I'm mm-hmm. going to go fucking insane. Mm-hmm. It was the other night when um, actually this last shoot, uh, not Tulsa, but Tulsa happened first, but then Charlotte, Charlotte happened, happened like directly. that night. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, and I was like, God damn it, I can't deal with this. And then some f- stupid asshole put up some net one the next day. It was a fake one down in Atlanta where like a woman was breastfeeding or whatever. Right. I saw that. And then it turned out to be a hoax. Fuck you, whoever did that. Yeah, why That's would you do that? Dickhead yeah. thing. Clicks. Uh, yeah. Clicks. And you get these clicks. You know, that kind of stuff, it, it embroils you if you pay attention. And hey, I mean, I'm a white guy. I live in a nice house. You know, I have money. If I wanted to disengage, I could do so at any time. But yeah. it just does not feel right to me. It isn't right. And well, yeah, that's the know. thing with, um, in general, if you're white, you can clock out. Yeah, you can yeah. say. I mean, and black people can can check out mentally too for a short burst. But you can. I mean, white people can say and do say. You know, last summer I did a lot of protesting, and this summer I just want to. Relax. Yeah, and so like I did my part last year, and this summer I want to I want to travel. Well, Larry you know? XL put up a great a great thing. He said, um, he said, uh, oh, uh, so you just you found Facebook to be too too tough this week, so you're just gonna check off of Facebook, just let everything pass. Oh, that must be so nice that you're able yeah. to just that's <laughs> true. Just, just stop looking at Facebook, and then it just goes away for you. Well, for <laughs> a lot, for a lot of people though, the the I world mean, exists. Before you go, Andy, I mean, there's yeah. like a height of white privilege that exists. It's funny you see this on Facebook, and I put it up one time too. Like the height of white privilege is honkies coming back from vacation yeah. and complaining. I need a fucking vacation from this vacation. It was so <laughs> stressful. Like all oh, the family and all this shit. You know, like give me a break. Yeah. Well, for some people, the we world gave you a break. The world exists. They're so tied into Facebook that the world only exists to them as it relates to Facebook. Yeah, right, right. And right. and so there, like, there are some people, like it's it's kind of a off topic, but on the comedy scene, they're like, no one's talking about sexual harassment in comedy. Yes, but they're, they're, they are in person. Yes, in comedy they shows, are. Where you're not, where you're not present. Yes, they are. You're not present there. So, we, but but for the you, the world, this this world exists only only here in yeah. in the context of Facebook. So, you know, I mean, I get what Larry's saying, but for some people, they just don't relate to the world through Facebook, and for yeah. someone who relates to it all the time through Facebook, you might not see that oh, other people don't actually engage this yeah, way. People don't, this live their not, lives. people don't live their lives like this. You gotta live your life. I disengage a bit from Facebook. I disengage quite a bit lately. The well, last I disengage in the... And, uh, I, I will not have back and forths with people. I will not do I'm, that. Yeah, that's the big part yeah, of it for me. No like if I, if I comment... It's just going to be frustration. Yeah. It's going to be rolling of the eyes. I mean, yeah. I roll my eyes a lot now just scrolling. I get my news from Facebook still. I get all the news and stuff from yeah. Facebook and Twitter. 
But then I start looking Twitter, at comments. Twitter's good for me. Yeah. And I'm just rolling my eyes. Yeah, I'm I don't like, look at comments. I can't. Yeah. I'll can't engage if it's a reasonable person that I know is wrong and that yeah. I can, like, right. you know, use as a teaching moment. But then there's some motherfuckers. I'm like, I can't do this for medial education. <laughs> yeah. nah, you got to get the block. There's no other way to do it. You but know? It's, it's like when, you know, people, have, I think it's been documented that, like, if you live in New York City, generally the, your blood pressure is slightly higher because the yeah. city kind of has an oppressive oh, yeah. feel. Uh, the pace is faster and all these things. And, you know, I think just staring at your phone all the time will give you that too. It'll mm-hmm. kind of make you a little bit tense for no good reason. It's just it's some stupid person whose voice is equally loud to the smart person. And you're like, oh, fuck that guy. Oh, what the fuck? Oh, I can't believe you said that. How come no one said this back to him? And it's like, you know, just that's why people move out of New York sometimes. They're mm-hmm. like, it's, oh my God, I can't believe how stressed I was. I didn't notice it. Yeah. So if you check out a bit from social media, it doesn't mean you're not down for the cause necessarily. It just means, you know what? I just, I can't engage it on this what level. Larry, what Larry means is a, as a black person, as a black man. You can't check out him. You yeah. cannot. You, there's right. no, where's the checkout at? You can't no. clock it. You could be like my dumbass older brother. Who who would say that he's checked out? So he said all the time, man. That's why I just sit in my house and I watch cartoons. I'm like, well, you're a fucking moron. Yeah. So it doesn't matter one way or the other. You're a fucking moron. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So what difference does it make? Because you don't give a fuck about anything, nor anyone, yeah. nor anybody. So yeah. you know, that's why you do it. Don't don't put it off onto this other onto this grander political things. Oh, bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's one thing yeah. to say I can't. I just can't do that. And it's another to say, I'm so above it. Like, that's that's a different that's, thing. That's yeah. what he's saying. You know? I'm, just, I'm just above all this. this. These things don't even affect me. Oh, fuck up. Like, well, for me, it's like I, I, can't, I can't engage on Facebook for, you know, for the following reasons. Yeah. But yeah. there are a lot of people who are like, it's like it's like the people in the past. It was like I don't watch television because it rots your brain. Ugh. And it's like no, I you hate just don't people like that. You, there's no shows that you. How like. about how about people who say I don't I don't let my children watch television. I'm like, are you not? Do you not look at kids' <laughs> shows now? They teach them things. You know, right. my daughter was walking around singing Rachmaninoff and humming it at like two years old because right. we let her watch a thing called Little Einsteins, right? Where all the background music is is classical music, and they they talk to them about. The developed musical scales and stuff like that. And yeah, every, she showed that to me once. All the lessons are tied she, she, into music. She threw out some composer's name. I was like, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, don't think I, I don't know that person. I don't know that person. Whatever you say, girl. <laughs> <laughs> so don't tell me that tele- well, television just right. No, it does. There's shit to watch. <laughs> right. There's shit that you can find. You're too, too lazy and stupid to go find these well, things. I, mean, right. I think you got to strike like, a balance. It's a, it, you, know, you have to take care of yourself. But like, I remember when I first sobered up and I went went to AA and went to therapy and everything people in AA and in therapy would tell me like you know don't bother with the news don't watch it or whatever keep your side of the street clean and shit can be a trigger and I was like and I did for a bit and it actually did work and I felt better but eventually I was like yo I can't sit out and it's funny now because I don't go to that much AA but every now and then I'll pop into the meeting see what's going on and a lot of these same dudes been sober 20 years are still talking this shit about yeah don't worry about the news and I'm like well when's the right time guy like we need you here you know you gotta if you're so Sober now, do something with this shit. Well, you're shit. supposed to work through it to be able... Like, there's people who are, you know, former alcoholics, or I guess depending on your your treatment, current alcoholics, but in recovery, yeah. who can't go into a bar. And right. there's other people who can be a bartender. 
That's right. Because they've been sort of, they've worked all the steps, so to speak, and they've yeah. gotten to the point where now they can re-engage sure. in a healthy way. You know, sure. but, so, but you can use that as your excuse. Like, yeah. oh, I just, uh, I can't, you know, because, you know. You know yeah, no, that's, that's, that's terrible. You can't use it as a pass. Eventually, you got to use it to pass through these right. obstacles right. Right. and be a fucking man. This summer, I just want to travel. I don't want to protest this year. Really? Is that what you want to do? <laughs> I did a lot last year. I made signs. There's no summers <laughs> off. Did you? Well, you can. You have the option if you you're wanting well, you to option. clock out. The option. But if you really want to be about it and be like and feel good. But they really yeah. don't want to be feel people, good. That's people what I love about comedy. Be about there it, aren't nights they? off, really. Right. You, you know? know? there You could take one here or there, but do you not feel guilty when you take a night off to a degree and don't take a not, hit a mic? If it's too many nights off. Not for, I, I I'm, not, was good. I'm not built for uh, every night. I mean, yeah. I can do every night. But yeah. I kind of like, uh, I kind of like getting a couple nights off here and there. But if it's too many, we'll I do feel hi. a little bit antsy. Like I haven't, uh, I haven't gotten on stage. Hey, more, I got on stage once this week, twice. It's, the week's almost over. It's only been one set this week. Yeah, I got to do some. Yeah, time. especially now because I'm on the clock to record. Yeah, but yeah. I'm not an every night guy. I can skip two nights, and that kind of yeah. helps me. I, I need to live a little. I need to yeah. be in my head. Yeah. I need to like just be in the car alone driving. That's where I'm at now too, or whatever. And then it's sort of. It ferments or whatever you want to call it, and then I can go and and uh, have a clear. Oh, and thank you to anybody who queued. What was the cast name that came out to the to the uh, to the improv? Uh, oh shit! On to, on Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. We didn't, what we didn't thank uh, you, the guy that we talked to. Right. Right. I, I have his card at home. I have his card too. Hold on a second. Let me see if I got his card. Keep talking. Yeah, one of the, a fan of the podcast came out to the five for five show that Randolph was on at the improv on Thursday. Uh, I knew there was a fan of the podcast in the house when, during the intro, Ahmed said, uh, he's one third of the three guys on podcast, and I heard like a person clap. And I was like, oh, shit, we've got a, a fan or two in here. And then after the show, we we actually uh, talked to him a little bit. Uh, Mosi, M-O-S-I. Mosi. Mosi. Okay. Came out, him and his wife. Yeah. Uh, very, I may get with him on some training. Shout out. Large training. He Shout out to Mosi. To school, so I'm having a little bit of minor surgery next Has Friday. Has anyone ever called you... That? Mosi Def. Mosi Def. <laughs> Has anyone ever done that? Mosi Def. Like someone. Mosi Defy. <laughs> Mosi Defy. Someone has to have done that. I can't be the only one who's thought of that. But Mosi Defy. Or Mosi. Mosi Def. Mosi. We had a good conversation about how insane Florida is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. yeah. yeah. Florida's yeah. rough. Yeah. yeah, I was born yeah. there. I know. People eat faces, and they're not even on PCP. Right. Bath right. salts. You know. Yeah. <laughs> salts. They, they they went extra with theirs. What can I get legally yeah. that I can get high on? Yeah. <laughs> It was funny because I was watching um, Lafayette went up after me. We were talking about comics new material, and uh, Lafayette said point blank and exact, "Look, if you come for political stuff or something like that, I'm, just, I'm not that person. I don't do that kind of stuff in yeah. in my act. I don't know why he felt the need to say that in his act. I think it set up the next bit. He did. Is that what it did? Yeah, because I've seen him do yeah. that bit. Yeah. Uh, well, it's like, like Rod said earlier on the interview, he said he doesn't consider himself yeah. an activist. Other well, people, I'm sure, other do. Other people do, yeah. because Rod does do activism in his, on his show. He does jokes, hey, but he's, I don't but look it's, at it's, Rod as any different than yeah. any different than us. But so. it's where it is. Yeah. Like, like if you look at my Facebook, because like, Russ Green was imploring you know white people to post Black Lives Matter, like you know, a couple when the, when the other yeah, bad that. week. The last of, one? <laughs> uh, yeah, the rough week of... of uh, I didn't post it. I just, I'm just not in, involved in Facebook. But if anyone ever said, like, well, are you an activist? I would maybe say no, 
But then if they said, well, how come you didn't post Black Lives Matter? I would just say, well, listen to the podcast. Yeah, you got to yeah. listen to the podcast. So for me, it's there. It's yeah. not necessarily on my, my profile picture. But I might not consider myself an activist. Someone else might hear the podcast and think something, but then look at my Facebook and think a completely different thing. Sure. So it is. So Rod might not think that about himself. Other people, I'm sure, would, would think that about Rod. Get- or at least they he empowers emboldens them right. to be activists. Right. It's a pendulum thing, you know, because some people might think, oh, yeah, Petey Steele, he does some of this activism, but then others think, oh, that ain't activism. He hasn't, right. like, gotten his ass kicked yet by a cop or, like, right. who knows? I mean, this, the spectrum varies, I think, right. for a yeah. lot of and people. And there's a lot of causes. Like, like right. my wife used to volunteer, for, like, for dog rescue groups and stuff like that. And one of the reasons she kind of got disillusioned is because every group taught shit about the other groups yeah <laughs> it was like oh the humane society fuck them you yeah. know and then like the humane society might be like someone who's really into what they do is like fuck PETA and they're all down for the same cause but each one thinks they're doing going about it the wrong way or not doing enough or doing too much of this thing that I feel like is irrelevant yeah and so who gets to actually decide that I guess you yourself yeah you know so what who cares if you have that label activist from some stranger it's not really about that. It's yeah. not about earning. You're not earning like uh, like in a video game when you get a sure. You know, you get a trophy for something. But then again, if you take on a label like that, then I gotta be like, I don't know if I believe you anymore. You know what I mean? Like that's if just it's in your Twitter my, bio. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I don't know if you get to take on the label though, or if the label is just kind of applied to you. Well, like if you if like you, if Arthur Ashe didn't. When you say Arthur Ashe, tennis player, activist, yeah. activist tennis player, yeah. Arthur yeah. Ashe didn't set out to be Arthur Ashe. No, Arthur Ashe was talking with Colin Kaepernick, yeah. just saying what was on his heart to say right jabbar ali those are the those are the best the things i write on facebook i write because it's something that's bothering me mm-hmm. <laughs> well know? van damme didn't sure. call he didn't call himself the white, white warrior. warrior the white warrior was thrust upon yes. him you're only milk so cow see they the call white him. warrior they call him the white warrior <laughs> he didn't call himself that <laughs> no. they called him now <laughs> so but, rod you just got to accept that you're an activist because they called they you. call me milk so activist <laughs> the white activist what but what if you're like DeRay McKesson and your Twitter bio says act? I don't know if it says activist, but what if it does? I don't. It, I'm not mad at that. Yeah. I mean, you, you can call. It's just like you know, activist you, uh, puffy vest wearer. Yeah. Same vest, dirty, <laughs> yeah. dirty vest. Wearer. Dirty vest. A dirty lot of vest wearer. A lot of dirt on that vest. Yeah. Well, how about how about self-proclaimed male feminists? Right. Ugh. Well, that's the thing. The, I, can, I can think of one good reason you are you call yourself that and want yeah. to be called that, and it's between your legs. Shade. Yeah. Shade. Subliminal shade. <laughs> um, you know? We know who you're talking to. Ugh. But like Brian Regan had that great bit about how you you can't call yourself a genius, but everyone else can call oh, you a genius. genius. Yeah. And Kanye that's West right. turned that on his head, and and people had. A problem with it but when you really think about it it's like well why can't he say it say if everyone it, else is saying a it genius. why is he the jackass yeah, for yeah. saying that now he's a jackass for a hundred other reasons yeah. but for that he is a genius yeah <laughs> is but a musically I mean yeah. you can you can certainly make a case that he has genius level talent <laughs> yeah for his uh, he's beats, had one of the yeah. all time greatest runs you know mm-hmm. so but why can't you say that about yourself you know that's the it's a weird thing because yeah. if now that seems like the wrong thing to do other people can call you that all the time. Well, I so, think too many people say genius in general about a lot of people. Like yeah. Jim Morrison, I hear that one a lot. Yeah, he's a good guitar player, wrote a couple great songs. He didn't play guitar. He didn't fucking invent like pasteurized milk or some <laughs> shit like that. Like, come on. But but you got to qualify. You got to say musical genius. 
You don't want to say yeah. like should have won a Pulitzer. Yeah, for yeah. Morrison. Yeah, I don't Hotel. think they have a musical. But I thought music and <laughs> comedy was all subjective. So how you can can't you judge it? Yeah, yeah, right. it's art. You can't judge it. But then I, again, I, I think you can. Yeah. I can judge it, but yeah. you can't judge it. Here's some. Here's the latest shit I've been on. There's a lot of people I think that fall back on this. Oh, comedy's subjective. So like, even if a lot of people say I suck balls, that's just like your opinion or whatever. Right. But I'm like, no. Ask people that aren't your fucking friends, especially right. the ones that don't call them or call themselves comics. That's also, as objective as subjective can get. If you're gonna get subjective, though, if someone's like comedy is subjective, I think Petey sucks. Yeah, but then you just made a whole crowd laugh. Yeah, it's subjective to them too. Just, yeah, how come their subjectivity isn't as good as your subjectivity? Right, you know. So subjectively. P, you got to you got to then say PD did well and people and objectively he's you funny. have to say he did well. Yeah, well they're subjects in, in the crowd, you know? Right. So it's that that like that nice crowd, but it's like, well, you're not the only one who gets to be subjective. Right. To make that determination. Right. There's a whole room full of people who are also doing that. So, and I was a young comic who said people suck, and I still think people suck. Oh, I do. Yeah. You know? <laughs> oh yeah. But, but you know, you, you know. at some point you get a little perspective, like, oh, that's just that's just what I think, yeah, and I also have you, a wider view. Like, I have, I don't like. And I was just talking about this the other day. I don't like comics who do the joke about they wear certain clothes and then they go on stage and they talk about they bash they their clothes, bash the clothes that they have on. What am I, I thinking? I don't care for that because <laughs> who does a that? Big that's part of that, a big part of that is it was funny. It's oh. funny. Oh, really? It was funny. But that? I have a problem with that because of I put effort into how I dress. Oh, so in my mind, the whole time, I'm like, you didn't. Yeah. Did you? Oh, yeah. I see what you're saying. Did someone dress you? That's yeah. like the, yeah. the haircut the haircut bit or the, gla- or the glasses yeah. bit. These glasses make me look like, why did you buy them? Right. <laughs> I've heard that bit a lot. Well, these glasses make me look, well, what'd you buy them for? Yeah. But Why for don't me, you buy like, some glasses that are cool? I, <laughs> but what I said, too, about that, I was like, well, you can joke about anything. And also, for that person, it might be like, oh, I like these clothes. I just think there's funny in it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it may be. But, for you, but subjectively I just, to you. I just, for me, subjectively, I'm like, I don't like those jokes yeah. because I put effort into how I dress. So I'm like, I know, trust me. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. thought about this shit I have on yeah. <laughs> before I walked out of my house. I know yeah. exactly how I look. I know yeah. how I look in my head. When I'm walking, yeah. I looked at myself in the in the full length mirror. That there's three of them in this house. Yeah. <laughs> okay, no, I agree. <laughs> I look at that myself gets in old. I and leave. I think there's a sort of premium that gets put on comics <laughs> for being like self-deprecating. So then they just say, "Oh, I look like a slob." And then I can just make easy jokes about what shit I put on yeah. today, or I didn't shave. I'm fat. Yeah. Oh, blah blah blah. But yeah, yeah. But well, we got to control. We got. I just looked at the clock on this. Oh. I, I forgot we had a half hour yeah, interview with Rob. Right. <laughs> so we're we're actually an hour twenty right now. But, okay. Well, so. let's let's well let's um, talk about about uh, Ditka and uh, and uh, Phil Knight, and then let's wrap Ditka. this up. Uh, just all I really have to say is about guys like Ditka and uh, Bobby, Bobby Knight, Knight, who you've all heard bash Colin Kaepernick. Uh, Marshall Warfield just talked shit about him too. Ditka said to Kaepernick, "If you don't like the country, get the hell out." So Marshall Wolfe said, this is Kaepernick's country too, which means he has the right to protest whatever he doesn't like. And if you don't like that, maybe you should be the one to consider leaving. Also, yeah. Dicka, I mean, granted, I, I'm, I think that's Dicka and his 81-year-old white man. Yeah. But I guess his team stood for the anthem. But he had a bunch of misfits. Right. Fuck-ups on, on that Bears team. Yeah, right. I just who, watched that 30 for 30. Yeah, who broke the rules, who right. who boldly broke the rules. Like right. Jim McMahon was like, oh, you're going to find me? Well, I'm going to make the thing bigger on my headband now. 
So, what are you talking about? You didn't bench him, did you? You didn't say no. get out. No. You could have cut him. You could say no. get out of my locker no. room, right? No. no. Until until Dick, look, let, let me tell you something, Mike Dicker. <laughs> You're the one who didn't let Sweetness score a touchdown in the Super in the NF in the Super Bowl. Yeah. So his one chance. You mm-hmm. always you you ran your fucking your your fucking sideshow out there to have a fucking circus moment by letting. The the fridge score a touchdown. So you know what? Fuck you. Yeah. Just just get off the planet. All these old white men talking this shit. Clint Eastwood. Yeah. Him. It's their last. Just, just get off the planet. Just get off the planet. I'm dead ass. By the way, oh, I'm yeah. like you. Just need to go. So yeah. you're, are you doing just, the get out also? Yeah. No, like no. I just just fucking not the country. The planet. Just right. get off the planet. Go to just, Mars. You fucking. I'm dead ass because you're yeah. taking up you're holding you're holding progress back people like you because when people hold him out well Mike Ditka said it you listen to an 81 what what other advice do you take from 81 year old men <laughs> just uh, regularly if they're not like your, your yeah. father unless you know they're they're sharp on the yeah. ball what advice are you taking from yeah them? Vince Scully is like 89 I, <laughs> yeah. I, I would take advice on you broadcasting know, from broadcasting yeah. <laughs> you well, know these are people that take advice from Kate Upton and Kid Rock dude. right so and right. Scott Bay Suck my dick. Right, right. Where are you getting? Where are you getting? No, you're looking for people to just parrot your worldview. Yeah. Who you hold out as important? Oh, well, they're famous. They must have done something right. My dick has stopped being important right around the time he made that that soccer movie with Will Ferrell. That kid soccer oh, movie. Yeah, That's the last yeah. important thing he did. <laughs> yeah. Whatever that was. I don't Lady know what it was. <laughs> Whatever that was. Uh, by the way, we just got an email. Um, well, we'll hold that until yeah, so we'll, the next so podcast. Brian, we got your email. Literally just now it came in. Yeah, while we're and talking. we'll be reading it on the next podcast. Let's and bring this one Also on the next podcast, we might hear some of Petey's bars. Yeah, oh, shit. We are going to hear some of Petey's bars. Shout out to my man, Andre, who I worked with. Uh, Andre's his people. He'll, he says he laughs at us. He's uh, in uh, Jersey, working in an office right now Brazilian. probably. Yeah, my, my Brazilian brother. He's been to Brazilian Steakhouse yeah. before. Yes, I'm sure he has been. <laughs> And we were t- we were just conversing the other day, and he was like, "Shout me out, man! I tell my people about y'all. They hear me laughing." So here they are. It's my man, my man Andre. Shout out! Yeah. All right, Petey Steele, give me your stuff at Steelborn DC on Twitter and Instagram, Steelborn FM on CookiePod.com and the CookieCast Podcast Network. Petey Steele, you just on had Facebook. Liz Millie on your podcast. I sure did. did. It was Liz- a fantastic. I episode. haven't listened to it yet. Yeah, she, well, she's she such a great talker. Yeah, she has so much good shit to say. We bash <laughs> Tony Robbins. That's the highlight. <laughs> she's such a good talker. Yeah. All right, all right, sweet, sweet Liz. You all know her from this podcast. So listen to Petey's podcast where she, where she did. She, did she ever? Tell you about the time we went to the to the nudist colony. We talk about that. We were talking about that. No, we performed that. I know she's been to I every self to help thing. She's been no. to four Tony Robbins things. Oh, she's been to her him. dad. You know, funded them or whatever for the family. Oh, yeah. She talks oh, really? about that on there. I don't know if you all have watched yeah. that movie on Netflix. Yet. No, but everybody keeps telling me to watch it. it it's in, good it's to watch. Insane. It's because yeah. it's stupid. It's yeah. awesome. You got some work coming up that you want to tell people about? Uh, I got some things coming up, uh, but not for a couple weeks. I don't have it off the top of my head. Maybe I'll shout it out on uh, on the next episode. Yeah. But yeah, I got one or two things in October, um, maybe, and then definitely a couple things in November. All right, and uh, thanks to thanks to uh, Mosey for coming out to uh, watch me uh, do my thing, stand and deliver. Uh, I felt like it was a good set, and of course my tape my tape didn't work. I was going to post some of the clips. Cam- the, the camera always the camera dies didn't work. on good sets. Mm-hmm. The good curse, set. the curse of the camera. Of course it didn't. It shut down in the middle of uh, the guy started it on Dana's, and it, and I was next, and it shut off. So yeah, of course. Yeah, uh, you guys come back on Thursday. We'll be here for you. Uh, send us your emails. Uh, throw a little duckies in the tip jar. Also, and- those of you who do. Um, 
this keeps happening. People who do like automatic payments on PayPal, like a monthly payment thing. I get emails all the time saying automatic payment didn't go through. I don't know if you guys get those emails who are making those payments. I've made payments to automatically to things where I've gotten an email saying it didn't go through. I don't know why that is, why it's not going through, but that seems to be a common thing. So I don't know. Maybe just make an individual payment every now and then yeah. if you want. Also, maybe we'll go to another platform like like Patreon where you can do that, and probably they're a little more suited for that. So we got to talk about that, actually. Yeah. Whatever uh, there you want are, to do, man. There are you, things out you there. You just set so, it up. Yeah. Whatever you want to so, do. All right. <laughs> you want to do it. It's fine so with me. it's a little inside business. <laughs> all right. We're working on this jet. So come on back on Thursday. We will be here for you. We will be talking about a little update on Corey Feldman. I think we will... He does not have bars. Does not have bars. <laughs> Petey will give us some bars. Yeah, we'll talk yeah. about a uh, teacher who beat up a student who owes some money for a weed. Uh, that's that's a hilarious story. It is a hilarious story. There was another one that caught my eye. Oh, Kevin Johnson. <laughs> All right, Mayor Kevin Johnson. Kevin Johnson. Yeah. So you guys come on back on Thursday. We'll have something. You dunk for on a lodge line. You're going to beat up a guy who has a pie. You're definitely going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we want to thank Rod once again for sitting in with us uh, briefly and uh, giving us some good shit about Charlotte. And uh, all my people out there, y'all stay safe. And stay bout it, bout it. Uh, I just want to travel, though. Just want to travel. I just want to do something else this year. Yeah. Travel to Charlotte. This year's about me. Yeah, Last year was about it. the blacks. <laughs> the blonde. The, this year, the it's more about me. So you guys, so you uh, you guys stay safe. I'm Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. Do the stool. We have three guys on. And we are out. 